bust everyone's ear fucking drums open oh what a lovely song whoa hi carly hi katie hey 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 hey. how you doing um doing good doing pretty well on this on this uh, tuesday morning how are you doing good it's good to see you all the way in sunny la I know light streaming in I'm staring out my window and I can see the little marine layer beginning to clear maybe I'll go to the beach later marine Um, layer I was I was in uh recovery yesterday and I couldn't remember the word marine layer and I was like seawall sea the sea bridge (laughs) sea that's good (laughs) so thank you (laughs) that makes me feel good from the ocean it it also obstructs Continue. You doing good now? No, that's all. That's true. Uh, yeah, we can dive into that. I am now have now been here for. Okay, first of all, it's oh. almost August. It's almost August. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yes, whose birthday's in August? Catherine Peterson. It's me. It's me. Virgos rise up. Yeah. We just stepped into Leo's into leo season how do you feel do you feel the change you know maybe not in a positive way but maybe that was like just the transition into leo season you know what i mean yeah well how did cancer season treat you lots of crying yeah that's accurate but also like can i blame the stars on that unsure <laughs> I was talking, truly not I was talking to my I was talking to Jerome my therapist and I was like I was like you know Jerome it's just way easier for me to be like there's some star or planet out there that makes me not like myself like it's not me it's some fucking planet you know Venus is in fucking my ass so I hate myself uh I love astrology I love it Clearly, no I mean having a scapegoat for all the emotions that I can't process in this moment is perfect it's also a way for me to unite my own feelings of self-doubt insecurity uh like egomania to other people's similar bullshit Mm -hmm. and be like oh my god we're both cancer rising so that's crazy queen oh my god but at the same time right now i'm just i'm using it as some sort of abstract catalyst to be like yeah new year new me even though it's not time is fake but just being like, okay, so it's Leo season. I'm done crying. I'm done repressing and like holding grudges. I'm now ready to rise up on my power, get into my fucking shit and like just start being myself again. Because I feel like I've been in a little bit of a slump, a little bit of a little, me too. uh, Yeah. You know, I went on a date recently and I realized we both realized that we have the same sun, moon and rising sign. Isn't that funny? So we pulled out our our apps on CoStar. We were like, holy shit. We have legitimately the same big three. Isn't that fun? 
So then how did you feel? Do you feel like you resonated at all with this person? Do you feel like you related to them or did it just reinforce your astrology is bullshit narrative? <laughs> um, you know, I like them. So it, it, it made me feel better that maybe people like me, you know what I mean? I'm like, I really oh. enjoy being around your presence. So maybe people enjoy being around my presence. Uh, but yeah, I, I, okay. I can definitely see a similar sim- similarity between us. Uh, I feel like we're both sensitive and introverted uh, and mm-hmm. like artistic people. So that was fun. Yeah. Uh, I know I've been trying to date. I've been trying to. But you know, you know what happens when you date right now, Carly? What happens when you date right now? People want to hook up with you. No way. No, no fucking way. You know, I was hearing this. I've been hearing this because uh-huh. you know who's talking about this? Who is talking about Girl. this? Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and we would know. We would know because we are we just are like just other like girls. Other girl. But I we're not, not like, like other, other podcasts. Okay, we killed that. That was good. That was a good one. We just we just pushed through. Push through. Drive it home. I think my heart stopped oh. doing that. Sorry. I got so excited. So, okay. It's interesting because what, two years ago now, I'm thinking back to Hot Girl Summer where you were in a committed relationship. <laughs> yep. And you were like continuing to pull out all of the things that are inside of yourself and work through like what that meant in relation to this relationship into where you want to go, whatever. Uh, And I feel like I was serial dating and now we've kind of been in reverse in which I am in the relationship and you were on the dating scene. So what have you been, what have you been feeling? Oh my gosh, that's fun. I didn't realize we like reversed Uno. Um, how have I been feeling? You know, I, I I dated some pretty shitty men, but that has given me the the like confidence and like the foresight to not engage unless I'm like mentally stimulated by someone. Like mm. I feel like on Tinder and all these dating apps, like I, I head empty. Like a lot of these men head empty. So I feel like yeah, it, it's nice because I, I'm. I, th- I find myself not having to date for male approval anymore. So now mm. I'm just trying to date people I actually like, which apparently is the point of dating. Yeah. So how do you know the difference? And do you ever feel like you're, specifically when dating men, do you feel like you get to a point where you're able to be like, oh, this is clearly an authentic exchange and not like a, a pure validation thing. And when are you like, okay, this is just validation and therefore I should see myself out? What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? That's a lovely analysis. I, f- I find that if, if I am like engaging with someone and I feel like I've turned my brain off and I'm just going autopilot, I'm probably doing it for validation because that feels like mm-hmm. the role, right? We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Like it feels like I've gotten so good at performing what I think men want from me that sometimes I like am not even I'm not even present I'm just like I'm putting on a show and I'm like yeah this is great and then I'm like I'm really bored I think I get yeah. bored I, I just because I find it boring to do now like because I used mm-hmm. to get like a kick out of it but now I just find it kind of icky 
uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I've been seeing, I've been seeing someone who's 45, ding dong. Uh, and also, he's also in an open relationship and the last handful of people I've dated have been in open relationships. Um, and I, I, I don't want to say it's because I love the fact that they're emotionally unavailable and that feeds into my narrative, but they're emotionally unavailable. (laughs) So in that way, it's like, but I feel like the way you've talked about this person seems different. Like it's less of a, I know like this is me self-punishing because I know that they'll never be able to give me full commitment and more like I know that I will not fully commit to this person no yeah I definitely I there's definitely a big shift in there where like I I am not doing this in hopes that they're gonna choose me or whatever you know or or doing it because I know I know they never will and that makes me hate myself and therefore I can like spiral you know what I mean it definitely feels Mm -hmm. like I've acknowledged that I don't want to commit any sort of emotional availability to them like I like having a connection with them but uh you know I don't want to I don't see myself being in like a full-blown relationship with a 45 year old (laughs) um that would be wild uh I think my dad would beat my ass or beat his ass (laughs) one or the other both Uh, your asses beaten together that's like a cute uh couple couple event yeah no you my dad beats both our asses but also like so do you feel like that's something that you guys it's may not be out in the open but you guys are very like on the same page about oh yeah 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 uh there's no stakes in it you know uh which is very freeing for me as someone who uh in the past has hold relationships to like the highest of standards like I need someone to love yeah. me and want to only be with me or else I'm nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel that way with this person. I don't really feel that way at all with anyone I'm currently kind of seeing. Uh, yeah, apparently heartbreak really makes you put things in perspective. <laughs> yeah, so you're currently, you're, you're in the healing healing process still. Yeah, definitely. I mean... I feel like it's hard to have feelings for new people when you still have so much of the real estate of your heart yeah. sold to one person. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels. Like it, 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 it almost feels like I couldn't even give my heart away right now if I wanted to, which mm. is kind of refreshing because, you know, me, I'm a big uh, pull my heart out first date and they're like, oh, God. Uh, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of nice not to do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that there's a lot that comes with just freely dating, especially at our age where you get to kind of find out what the, I don't know. I feel like I always had a weird relationship with it because it made me feel like I was trying on different things and pushing the boundaries of parts of myself to be like, okay, well, what if I like was this person or this person Mm -hmm, in response mm -hmm. to these people, which is not necessarily a bad thing considering the fact that I'm, you know, I'm pretty young and I'm still trying to figure out who I am, but at the same time, it would lead me to getting into these sort of inauthentic relationships where I was like, Oh, I feel like I've been doing this for a while. And it 
is making me resentful because it's no longer it's clear that this isn't who I am and I've just kind of like created this person uh whoa however <laughs> like the hookup culture thing mm-hmm. like I feel like it's such a fucking trap yeah it's it's we've talked about this before but you think that maybe if I just kiss all of these men if I sleep with all of these people then at the end of the day I'll like myself I'll walk- <laughs> yeah like I don't know if it's if it's if it's it's such a like a narrative that we're fed clearly and it's not necessarily new we talk about this at nauseum so I'm trying to feel like tease out new ideas and new nuances in the in the thing but just like the idea that we can for me I think it's always been like an internalized reversal of a thing I saw men do growing up Mm. where I was like I'm gonna be the one that fucks around I'm gonna be the one that like gets myself off and then gets out like I'm gonna be the one that does that no one's gonna hurt me and it's not and for some reason the fact that in my mind there was some sort of this is something that men do all the time and get away with and nobody calls attention to made me feel like I was immune from consequence do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah like I was like I I can do this and it doesn't mean anything because men do this all the time even though I'm acknowledging in that 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 behavior is wrong yeah it's definitely a weird a weird like predicament that right because you know there is still like a weird power balance you know what I mean like there is still the patriarchy that is obviously involved but there is something about holding yourself accountable and I think it just goes to different people's morals you know what I mean like if you were someone who wasn't so empathetic and wasn't so open to connection and vulnerability and authenticity yeah you could probably blow through a thousand men (laughs) but that's the thing I'm I'm like having this and I feel like I have had this discourse in the past where I on one hand allow myself some grace because I'm young and I feel like at my core I am authentic and empathetic and I am able to recognize when I'm truly connecting with a person versus like mirroring myself back to myself through them yeah. and uh, I think I have occasional trouble holding myself accountable for that kind of behavior because I think a lot of the times the amount of times I've googled like am I a narcissist am I actually like really out to hurt people in some sort of long social experiment yes Uh, but at the same time so strange it's really something that only comes up with men I don't feel like that with women what's that about this power dynamic that exists and does not exist that is stifling and also i just like i mean abstract i made a face at you because like how many times have i looked at someone and been like this only happens with men i don't feel this i don't get this crazy at all but except with men and then i remember my friend was like maybe maybe it's not you maybe it's the awful men you are seeing and i was like oh 
What do you mean it's I mean, not it all on me? <laughs> I mean, it's not to say that it can't be a little bit of both. Like these True. men bring out this behavior in you. Um, Cause I feel that way. I feel like, and that's part of what makes me feel crazy is I will date these people who make me feel like I will date these people and I will begin to adopt a personality or curate a version of myself that makes sense for this relationship as anybody does. Right. Cause that's human behavior. But then I start to get resentful because I feel like they're doing it to me, even <laughs> though I'm the one who's doing it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that that's, but that it's strange because that power dynamic exists where you feel like it is your duty to do this especially if you're good at it. But then at the same time, you know that it's not feeding you and it's not empowering you, uh, but then you feel stuck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I, it's, it's just, there's been so many times where I've been on like a date or like out with a man and I know it's like just a performance to like gain validation, right? And in my head I go, God, I wish I didn't do this. I wish I was with people I genuinely can connect to and be my real self with. And I'll be like, God, I wish Carly was here. <laughs> There's been so many dates where I'm like, I would be having way more fun if I was with Carly. And it's because, you know, I don't think I've ever performed for you unless we're acting and then we're both kind of, yeah. But, but there is something there. Like even, I noticed like even with, men men i don't know i put quotation marks around men but i, I, I the, the man no but i meant like i i guess i was trying to say the men that even i have a connection with like connection parentheses sometimes i clock myself still feeling like i'm putting on a performance like even if it's even if i feel like i don't have to like it just feels like it's part of it and I only yeah. I only noticed it because i went on a date recently with someone who was an assist man um and and I realized that I, I, there was no board game to play. Like there was no checkmate. Mm. There was no, like, mm. there's just moves. I know when I'm on a date with a man yeah. and it, it made me be like, Oh shit. Like even when I genuinely like a man, I'm still pulling out the moves yeah, for the applause. So weird. Yeah. Well, I wonder, and I, cause I feel this way too. Right. And I think this is part of what has made me question the, uh, validity of my sexuality where I'm like, okay, what if that thing, which is we're labeling the performance or the, uh, the board game, right? Like those moves and shit, which we know feel a little disconnected from the relaxed, unfiltered like authentic version of yourself but also feels like exciting and feels like winning a little bit mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so we're labeling that as playing into the patriarchy and losing ourselves which sure but at the same time I wonder if that's just part of the attraction like if that's just part of um sexual desire is like I'm gonna tease this out of them see if they respond they're going to play the game that I'm going to play. We're going to meet each other here. And like, we both are in on it. And then later on in the relationship, you get to fall back into this more settled place where you don't have to play these games as much anymore, or you don't. 
actively yeah. engage in them. And that, and there have been times where I wonder if my lack of impulse to do that with women means that I am not, I'm not like sexually turned on in the same way. Not to say that like, I, I don't think that they're attractive, but I'm not engaged to like become <laughs> this like animal version of myself. Well, <laughs> me, I'm like contorting yeah. my body. But, but like, but do you really get where I'm going with this? Like, mm-hmm. I wonder if that thing that we're labeling as uh, performance also is just a little bit of sexual energy. No, yeah. I think that's a, uh, a, a very, very like, yeah, I think that's, that's a great point. I also like, going back to hookup culture, I think it's really interesting that like, like if we talk about, you know, sexual desires and playing the game and whatever we're doing, uh, it's very intriguing to me that like nowadays, if I go on a date, I expect us to fuck the first date. Like, mm. or like, I, I feel like that is an expectation that the men also seek from me. Like sometimes, honestly, it feels like when I go on dates with men, the date isn't like the date doesn't matter. It's just they want to have sex with me. So, yeah. who I, do you, how, sorry, go. I was gonna say, finish your thought, and then I'll ask my question. Oh, oh, why well, was just gonna say like then it goes back to like you know you being like is it just sexual desire then like I definitely it it just makes it confusing right when the whole thing then is just a dance ritual to fuck and then you fuck Mm. and then usually I feel like afterwards or sometimes I feel nothing and and then Mm. and then that's what it makes me feel like this was I was just pulling into the performance but I do think that's a good factor where I think you could do the the dance and the, the have sexual desire and it actually be a meaningful connection um yeah I don't think it's always one or the other obviously no okay great no I think that that's an important thing to bring up which is like you have fun while you're doing it but how do you feel afterwards because if you fuck this person and then there's still this level of like play that's Mm -hmm. engaged where we're both still uh while seeing each other fully accepting each other for where we are also are ignited by the other and that makes us want to quote-unquote perform a little bit for them sure but if it makes you feel like I just stepped outside myself and did something that wasn't me because I was led into it or like I thought that was the thing that I needed to do and now I feel gross then yeah I think that's a pretty important indicator the question I was going to ask was when you feel like because I totally hear what you're saying about like the date itself is just a formality and what's actually happening is like we feel like we have to do this before we can have sex who what does the initiation of the sex usually look like like who initiates it how long after the date is it what have you found sometimes i don't even get a date i just get sex (laughs) you just show up and they're like hey (laughs) yeah here's my cock whoa (laughs) yeah that's happened a couple times uh and those rodeos are definitely i mean i haven't done that in a hot second those are definitely like uh just trying to stroke off male 
male ego, male validation, whatever the quick fix. But I don't really, I don't really enjoy those anymore. I think that's what hookup culture, like, I, I, I that's why I just keep thinking, like, am I, am I supposed to like hookup culture? Cause I'm not, um, I do like mm. sex. I do like getting railed. I, I love it all, but it's like, I just am missing something. And I, I, I yeah. And it is like the date beforehand. It's like getting to know someone at least a little bit to have some sort of real authentic connection to add on top of getting railed. Because I personally like to get railed and then there'd be like a little bit of love in it. Just like a sprinkle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just a little love a on top. sprinkle. Yeah, no, I do. And I think it's interesting how we talk about hookup culture and sex being two separate things, two separate acts. Mm. And hookups can refer to a lot of things. Hookups can be like oral and anal and that's it. <laughs> See you later. Or it could just be like, I'm just saying like, it could be, you're just spitting in each other's mouths. You're just kissing. Totally. Hookups could be a lot of different things. Um, and sex can be, has the capacity to be like one of the most, soul bonding vulnerable intimate meditative experiences that you can do with another person like very spiritual um so I just wonder if we're being and I think we have been at least when I think of hookup culture I think of all of the people I heard growing up kind of bragging about their exploits and their conquests because, and this involves both men and women. I think historically we've always heard of men being the ones to have a lot of sexual conquests, but I've heard a lot of girls growing up being like, I fucked him and him and him and I fucked him and then I sucked his dick and then I fucked him and like, I'm a bad bitch. And I think that's part of where my, I'm going to reverse the script and fuck all these guys so that I feel like I'm not the victim here that's where that came from. And so I think it's the same, it's a similar sort of thing to the cigarette and coffee lunch thing where I'm like, I've heard girls brag about this and I thought they were cool. So like, if I do it, I will also be cool. Be cool. And so I think there have been times where I've been like, well, this is what I'm just supposed to be doing right now. I'm just supposed to be getting fucked and fucking. I hated saying that. I did not like the way that felt. <laughs> <out of my> <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just felt. I just felt very gross. I just saw your face, uh, like you just like your face, like you bit a lemon as you're talking about it. <laughs> it's funny. But you know, you you just are like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Mm-hmm. As if it's like when I turn 16, I buy a car. You know, at some point, I should probably go to college. It's the same, right? It's all the same. Or rite of passage, baby. Yeah. But at the same time, I wonder if we, first of all, not everybody has to do anything. But like, if we, these two individuals, knowing what we know about ourselves and about the way that we experience the world, we're able to see through that. Or just like we, we, that doesn't give us the same amount of satisfaction mm-hmm. because we know that like what is truly exciting about sex is 
doing the most vulnerable, safe, and like pleasurable thing with another person that you deeply trust. Um, and I think knowing that and then having sex with somebody who is not willing to be vulnerable, who is not opening themselves up to you, who is like treating it as an opportunity to perform or to, you know, use you to get off. It feels like a, like a desecration of this thing mm-hmm. that you said, especially once you've had really good sexual experiences that yes. you feel very like, where you're like, this is the real thing. And when somebody comes in and jacks off in your face, you're like, I thought I knew what God was. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I touched the sun and now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did I get here? And yes. Yeah. That happened to me recently where I just was like, I used to fuck someone and think we were soulmates. How did I get here? You know what I mean? Like, if mm-hmm. it really felt like a sitcom moment where I was like, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can tell. Like, I mean, I know you can tell, but you can. I think that's part of why connecting with somebody during sex is so important to me and connecting, like checking in with each other, but also like eye contact is very important to me. Mm -hmm. Feeling like you were just, you're listening the whole time. It's just, it's so funny how often our acting training bleeds into other parts of our life. Oh my God. Literally every aspect of my book. Crazy. No, it's insane. All the same tenants. Being in recovery and then realizing like, oh, this is something I learned in clown class. Why does my clown class connect with my eating disorder recovery? (laughs) It's fucking (laughs) insane. But it's so real. Yeah. No, I I mean, I think that we we were taught rules for life. We were taught how to be human beings. Whether or not I end up being an actor, which like, spoiler alert, every day. I feel less and less like that's what I want, which is fine. Um, the more I'm like, wow, I, I did not waste any time coming to this place and learning this craft because it's it's taught me so much. So about much. What it is to be a person. Yeah. I don't know. Something that's been in my mind recently was a post I sent Carly that was like, when was the last time someone kissed you because they liked you and not because they just want to have sex with you? Mm. that did ruin mm. my week that did ruin my week <laughs> but well, then yeah yeah but then I you know I got to kiss someone that it was just for fun and because they liked me and I liked them so that was very nice um but yeah it, it honestly is like a, a very interesting thought where I was like damn even the men I thought liked me like I'm trying to think about all the times we kissed it uh, it always was the end goal of sex you know what I mean bing bong do you and here's my question do you feel like I feel like sometimes because I thought that their end goal was sex and I was like, okay, great. We're doing this. I, I was happy to go there. I wasn't happy to go there. Do you know what I mean? Like the, in saying. You were projecting something onto them. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like in saying the end goal was always sex. And you could tell that by like the first kiss, we weren't kissing 
to form romantic uh, tension like there it wasn't like a butterfly moment it was like this is a kiss which is going to be the gateway to penetration <laughs> yeah um do you feel like be- because you were able to f- know that do you feel like you then move things along do you know what I mean do you know what I'm asking I get what you're saying uh honestly like in my head I'm replaying uh, all the men I've kissed in the last like year or so uh and most uh, I I knew going into it that that we were that they wanted to see me to have sex because most men not most men but the men I've talked to the men I've talked to uh not hashtag not all men but the men I've talked to uh oh my god how many times can I say that uh they usually make their intentions pretty clear uh what they if they want to see me like they let me know why they want to see me you know what I mean yeah no uh, they show up at your front door and they're like I'm here to come on your fucking tits y- yes so. sometimes that's their opener uh and usually I mean those ones I will not I will not engage sex with <laughs> but um like thinking in my head like I think I think like just bumming myself out I think like maybe uh like 90 percent of the men that kiss me uh don't kiss me because they like me they kiss me because they want to fuck me Mm. and we can unpack that I go into that knowing it or maybe I go into it thinking if I do this then they'll like me which yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't enter any situation like that. If I do this for someone, maybe then I'll be good enough. Maybe then they'll like me. Maybe then I'll be yeah. skinny enough because the only way you're going to prove you being good enough is through yourself and not through some random Gumby looking motherfucker with a cock. <laughs> you know what I mean? True that. True that. But it's also hard because you don't always know. You don't, it's not always a conscious. I think in our case, when we talk about it all the time and we're like very aware that that's something that we do. Yeah. Then yeah. But for a lot of people, a lot of women specifically, I think it's, it's not always a conscious thing. Yeah. They're just like, I've heard that this miracle treatment works. I've heard that this quick fix gets me the result that I want. If I suck his dick in his Toyota Corolla and I put a rose crystal in the seat and then I manifest him every night, he will want to be my boyfriend. I've done it. It does not work. It does not want to be your boyfriend. Just because I, I not purchase crystals. I lay just because I lay in bed and I go, yeah, this person's going to like me. This person's thinking about me. This person's thinking about me. You know, it turns out I'm thinking about them. <laughs> I, I mean, I fuck with manifestations. I just don't think I'm good at casting them. There was a time. There was a time that we thought what we were full of magic. There was a time that we were on our other oh yeah, shit and we and we we would we would manifest. We, we would talk about people. They would show up. I, 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 when me and Carly are together, we manifest the world. I, uh, yeah, that's, that's without true. a doubt. 
I mean, like just that's manifesting true. some stinky little boy to like me. Like that's maybe my brain's well, too big. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe you only manifest a what you actually need. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. And also, like, I just think that when we're together, our energies just they empower each other and Helpable. they radiate out. Yeah, we just we just care less about what other people think of us together because we both know that we have each other's backs so hard. And I think that becomes an energy that people want to be around, <laughs> which is cool. Yeah, which is very nice. Uh, yeah, I miss you. I miss you too. <laughs> I miss you too. I miss you too. Uh. I miss you. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, after going on a date with someone who wasn't just a cis man and was non-binary, I do think the title of being bi is very fitting for me. Yeah. Because we have that whole episode, right? Am I gay? And we talk about that, that me and you both uh, are kind of in an odd area with our sexuality. Yeah. But we're very open. And I, I, I find after that date that I am even more open. Uh, it's different. Sexual baby. A lot different. But it's fun. It, was, it felt fun. I, I don't know the last time I actually had fun on a date. So, Thank God. Amen. Well, well, after the last year and a half, what we all fucking deserve is a little bit of fun. A little bit of levity. So I'm happy for you. And I hope that you keep teasing that out and having that fun and seeing what happens also well also i just want to say this person was the first person i've ever dated who had open communication from the get-go i have i have never i have never been on a date with a man where they say this is what i want this is what i'm looking for this is what i need from you abc they're just they were they told me exactly what they're looking for what they were open to what like the boundaries they had the boundaries they needed and the whole time they were like very cute they're like sorry like and I was like I was like no I was like this is the first time anyone's ever looked me in the eye and told me the fucking truth on a date and I thank you so much and I want the same thing and I'm powerful in a bar vulnerability in a bar authenticity vulnerability in a bar bars are open get vulnerable get authentic i love that i love that yeah it also was like that it should be i know so i was saying i was like it's possible for people to to not to not use people you anyway that's another Uh, train yeah yeah okay well I think on that note, it's best for us to leave each other with the note. <laughs> it's best for us to leave each other with the uh, <laughs> the the warm feelings of authenticity, levity, light, and uh, honesty. Always. Can I say something honest? Yeah. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. You're always gonna be my, my best, best friend. friend. Oh, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. You know what song came on at work today? That's my best friend. She a real bad she bitch. Real got my own money. Got my own money. 
<laughs> and I, I, the whole time I was like, if Carly was here, we'd be shaking ass at this bagel place. Whole world. Wanna be us.